Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast. I'm your host, Carl Pierce. Today with us we have Lee Stackpool. Hello. We have Harry Flanagan. Hello. And we do have Richard Erlen, but he, he seems to have been lost in space somewhere, so hopefully he'll join us in a sec. And today's episode, we are talking about what we've been watching the past week or so. I think we missed last week's episode, didn't we? So we did. It might be a bit of a two-weeker, this one. And we're going to start with the amazing Lee Stackpool. So, Lee, you've got a few things to talk about, haven't you? I have, yeah. Um, we start off with what I've been watching again. Um, everyone's obviously smashing Line of Duty at the moment, and they're being like, where are you up to with Line of Duty? And I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm sticking with my plan. That I'm going to let it go to the end of it, and then I'm going to binge watch it. Mm. Um, and hopefully, because everything will be back to normal, I might be able to even watch it with my girlfriend, who is actually watching it, but she'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing that. So in, in preparation anyway, for I've spoke about it a few times, but you know what? It got just as good on the rewatch that I feel I'm going to have to mention it again, is uh, I managed to binge watch series one and two of you um, in like, I do that in a week. I mean, it, it literally wasn't off the television. And you know what? Even the second time round, it was great. Yeah. Um, and even the second series, because the writing of screenplay based on the uh, the story of his love interest in the first series, <laughs> the sort of inside jokes about the actual program itself in it. Um, and I'd never noticed it before. The sort of digs at the show. Because they're talking about making this film television thing. And it's brilliant. Um, and you know what? In terms of the writing, um, I'm going to have to find out more about the team that wrote it. Because fair play to them. They've talked like. You know, they got away with it with Dexter. Yeah. Because um, it was a serial killer who went after other bad guys and serial killers. But with you, they've, you know, they've made a. I won't say a hero, but they've certainly made the protagonist. Out of you know a stalker, um, and I'm su- I'm surprised that like it went down as well as it did. I'm surprised they even managed to get it made in the first place. But you, you're talking about some real clever writing there. Um, I'm fair play to them, and I just hope the third series and there's even talk of a fourth series because I think it's shown popularity. Um, I mean, where's yeah. where's everyone else with it? Is everyone else still like it as a series? I haven't seen it yet, but uh, we're joined by yeah, Richard, by the way. Yeah, you're not starting about me, guys. We did you? start about Richard. We said you lost in space. Um, I haven't started it yet, but obviously your recommendation said it's good. Um, so yeah, I have to give that a, give that a go. Definitely. It, it's based yeah. off the books, isn't it? Um, oh, is it? Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's, I think re- very recently the next book has come out, the third book that this third season is supposedly based on. Um, it's not. It doesn't. I think there's some, you know, similarities between the books, but I think the second book is slightly different to the second series of you, second season, as it is. But no, um, everyone loves the books. Yeah. So I think that's why the 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 the, uh, the, the, the series has been so well received. Because mm. um, I, I I follow one of the uh, I follow a few other people, you know, the act, actors and actresses on social media and. They've all kind of like bought, you know, well not bought, but they've been gifted the uh, the new book, and they're all saying how good it is. All uh, right. They're saying it's better than the second, so I'm, I'm hoping big things for this, you know, third third season that's supposed to come out at the end of this year. Yeah, because I've I've never heard of the books. 
Uh, just for our listeners, unfortunately, he's had to leave us. He's just he's had a bit of an emergency. He's had to go. But um, yeah, so it, it's one of them series that like, you've all recommended and said it's, it's boss, and I've just never got around to to watch it. In case anybody's joined us late, um, what what is it we're talking about? In what? a nutshell, just tell me what the actual. I mean, tell yeah. our listeners. Tell our listeners that the episode is about what we've been watching. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> what what program are we talking about here? We are talking about yeah. you. Oh, oh, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I just don't like Harry. I just don't like you. It's. Oh, I, um, I don't like you either. <laughs> we we watched the first first season, and I, I, unfortunately, I wasn't here for what Lee said. I just don't get it. What all the fuss is about? Personally, I, I know it's big, and I, I've said this before. I know I'm in the wrong here, but I think it's not not great. I don't know. Did you finish? Did you finish the second season? No, because I don't want to start the second one. Simple as that. Yeah, but you see, there's this big plot twist at the end of the second season. But James told me that about the first one, and it's like, no, this is rubbish. No, 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 there's, there's more plot twist at the end of the second one. The first season, it kind of follows out, but I think. But what um, annoyed me is Other the, than maybe. I think it's just a bit too far-fetched for my liking. Um, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. It's, it's yeah, one of them... Yeah. Go on, sorry, Harry. The, the second season, the first few episodes, I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, this is pretty much the same thing that they've rejected. But then, the, I think the last two or three episodes, I, I literally just watched in, like, one big sitting, because I was just addicted. It, it, literally, the, you know, all the twists and turns that I took, I was just like, wow, this, this is really, really good. Yeah. Which, no, I didn't expect any of it, really. So, what, what so did... I think that's, that, that's kind of how it saved itself in the second season, but... Yeah. What what did what did you not like about it, Richard? So you said it's just it's just like um, I say far fetched and that, but too many you, was, you, was you not entertained by it though? No, no. First of all, she's meant to be meek and mild, yet she's having sex on a ground floor flat with the windows and curtains wide open. Um, her the, the, the stalker, the boyfriend, can't remember the names. He manages to do all of his stalking without anybody saying, uh, "Excuse me, mate, what are you doing?" And he's in the same spot every single time. By you know, if, if I'd have seen him, and I was a neighbour of somebody's, I would have had the police round very quickly. Um, and the bit where, and for me, maybe it's from a sort of like, sorry, an engineering point of view. Where, without any spoilers <coughs> going out there, where the in the basement of the bookstore, there's the glass cage, the glass um, thing. And it's meant to be kept at a certain humidity and a certain temperature. Yet it's got holes all around it. Secondly, about this glass case. Sorry, that that's just a stupid geek thing. But also the fact that the that that glass box. And let's just say you were going to keep somebody in there. No spoilies. Um, if you actually look at it, it's not very well put together, and you could push it over. It could quite easily be destroyed. I just say I I don't know. Yeah. But for you to stop stop after the first series, that must mean like you you really went into it. I, I, no, yeah. I'd rather spend my time. There's too many things out there that are still too good, mm. and I'd really put that at the bottom of my. Li- well, no, I don't think I'd go back to it because it irritated me. Yeah, a little bit like some of the some of the people that we encounter on a regular <laughs> basis, on a daily basis, <laughs> maybe in our. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's not go down that rabbit hole, Richard. Um, okay, so that, that's that's what Lee's watching. He did have a few other bits, but he, he obviously he's had to leave us. So, Harry, do you want to carry on with what you've been watching? 
Yeah, sure, I'll uh, take the reins now. Um, but before I start, does anybody else relate to this? Like, I've, I've been flying recently. I'm starting a program or a, a series and, or whatever. And I'll, I'll watch maybe 15, 20 episodes really quickly in the first, like, two weeks maybe. And then I kind of fall off fall off the, uh, the rails a little bit. Move on to something else that I've been watching. And then watch that for another however many you know, seasons or episodes, then go back to what I've been watching previously before that, and I'm kind of just, like, flicking between it's, all it's, the little things. It's called being a millennium, I think, isn't it, <laughs> Harry? <laughs> you haven't got the well, attention span. Like, the, the, the last time I was on, I was talking about Lost, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. I've not watched it ever since. Have you been there <laughs> But I've gone back to watching Modern Family, so... <laughs> No, so, how are you? Te- season normal. Season five of Modern Family. Mm. Uh, I think this season's been one of the funniest seasons as well. Um, it's quite nice seeing some of the, you know, the, the younger actors haven't grown up a little bit more, so you can see a bit more from their character. Mm. Um, see how they've kind of developed across the, the five seasons that it's been so far. Um, like Luke and Luke Manny and oh, what's the little girl's name? I don't know. I've never seen her. It's eluding me. Oh, it's, it's the, the Vietnamese adopted girl anyway. Because um, she's grown up now, so rather than being a baby, she can actually, you know, she's got quite a lot of speaking parts and whatnot. So the, the way they've kind of brought on their character and how they've got such a, you know, a young young girl acting the way the way she is, it's, it's actually really quite funny. So, so I've been enjoying that again. And that's kind of a taking place of Lost, which I, I eventually probably will <laughs> so is modern, is, is modern Family a comedy sort of comedy drama, is it? Yeah, so if you think about, you know, the way One Division was, which episode was it, must have been, where she was talking to, like, the director, in a way. Yeah, like like face the camera sort of thing. Yeah, it, it's, I think it's, it's, it's a lot, it, that's based off Modern Family, I'd say, because you've got, you've got three families. Um, they're one big family, but, like, they're three different, you know, separated. And they all kind of talked to the camera um, and looked looked towards the camera kind of thing. So it's kind of like you know they're getting that fall, you know they're breaking the fall barrier kind of thing, mm. um, as if they're talking to you. And then you know I'm gonna have to close my window. I do apologise because it's driving me mad. Go for it. Someone clapping outside anyway. But um, <laughs> it's not Thursday, is it? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs>
so they, they're kind of like not dysfunctional but you know they've got their own little comedic ways where he's kind of set in his ways because he's 60 65 and then maybe she's 35 40 so that little dynamic's quite quite good then you've got his son he's um, he's with a partner and he's, he's he's gay with his partner and you've adopted a little girl from vietnam so there's obviously several little you know humorous ways that they go about dealing with you know to uh I don't know how to get away with some of it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I think if it was made now, if it was you know the first couple of seasons now, in, in 2020, 2021, I think the, the jokes wouldn't be the same. <laughs> I th- I th- you know, yeah. it's kind of like Borat, when you think about Borat, and all the jokes that are within that. It just could not be, be you know, brought out. You would not get away with it. <laughs> no, you would not get away with it. So it's... Um, no, it's, it's, it's really good, you know, it, it's light-hearted, it's entertaining, you can just, at the end of the day, you know, if you're feeling a little bit worn out, you can just chuck that on, watch a few episodes, and then have a little laugh to it to finish off your day. Mm. Um, so I've been enjoying that. Boss, what's that? is I've that been... on Netflix, is it? Pardon? Is that on Netflix, is it? It's on Netflix and Disney Plus. Oh, sounds. But I is think it? Disney Plus have got the latest season. Yeah. Whereas Netflix, I think they're a season behind. Right. In, in Netflix fashion, and I, and I said this last time, where do you either bring out season four as the first season and then turn <laughs> yeah. up seasons one, two, and three? Well, Lee mentioned Line of Duty before. I said to Lorna, watch Line of Duty, so she started watching it from the beginning. And I said, they'll be on Netflix. It's not, it's, it's series four starts on Netflix. So, what else are you watching? Carried on. I was very, very happy last Friday to see that they've, sl- they've gone straight into season two of Solar Opposites on Disney Plus. Oh, good, yeah. I thought they'd make us have a little wait, but but no, they've carried on. Just as funny as where they, you know, it's the, it's the first season. Um, a lot of references to Hulu as per. Yeah. Nothing mentioned about the wall though, so I'm kind of hoping that today's episode they'll, they'll go back to the little wall. <laughs> you do love the wall, the wall saga, don't I, you? I absolutely, I absolutely love it. You know, it, it, it's, it's absolutely great. Because the, the little cliffhanger that it ended with on the, the last season, I'm kind of thinking, how's the wall gonna cope now? <laughs> like, like what, what's 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 happening with this wall now? Like, what, you know, <laughs> uh, not not know. knowing, not knowing anything about this series apart from what you've told us. That's just like. What's going to happen with the wall? <laughs> it's just a... What's it, what? These people inside the wall. <laughs> no spoilies, but it, it, it doesn't end the way you'd expect. So uh, I imagine that will carry on developing in season two. Um, but no, it's some of the tops, the Teddy, the, um, the kind of like, he's the, the chief, like, he, they've got to look after the pupa, and I think I said the first week I talked about the pupa's meant to turn into this big monster and destroy the entire Earth and turn it into a new planet that they can inhabit. <laughs> um, and the, the, top, the tops that he wears are brilliant, you know, they're, they're really good. Like, he'll just wear like loads of random tops made from Earth that he's got no idea what they mean. I think one had a uh, 69 starts here and then an arrow just pointing towards his, his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just walking from that.
Yeah, and that's that's, that's out every Friday, is it? Yeah, it's every Friday. That's out the same as Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, which I've also been watching. Super. Hey, that was a good segue. That like that. Well done. Oh, uh, you know, it's almost as if anyone's gonna say. It's like it's planned. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, you know, I, I remember the first, I, I think we talked about the first two episodes, didn't we? And I was saying, you know, it's not really caught me the same way One Division did, but yeah. now I'm eagerly anticipating each Friday. Yeah. Um, I think that, that the way you've brought on Baron Zemo, he's just stealing the show. <clears throat> Absolutely stealing the show. Always brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. He's so good. Like, I know it's, it's called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I'm wanting a little series about... And yeah. And his antics. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been watching it as the same as you, like mostly like when it comes out. And um, I agree, it, it's it's a, it's a great series, but it's a very standard series, isn't it? It doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Out, no, it doesn't do anything like new or flashy, really. But it's just a really good, solid action series. If you want to call it that. Um, I think I think like, without Zemo, I kind of may have fallen off the, the rails a little bit with it, and maybe. You know, missed an episode or two, and then kind of like caught up. But it's it's he's such he's such a mood. Like every, nearly every scene, he's just stood there pouring like a cup of tea, he's acting like so you know nonchalantly. Or he's just yeah. I think there was one scene where he went back to like the little base, and he was just lying there with like a towel over his face. Yeah, and this is a guy for, for spoilers who's broken out of prison and is is, <laughs> is you know what I mean? And is on the run, and he's he's essentially a baddie, isn't he? But, uh, well, if you've seen Civil War, you know, yeah. he, he's the guy who broke up the Avengers, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, but yeah, that's good. Is anyone else here? Oh, sorry, no. sorry, I'm just bringing in. Uh, Alan's just turned up for us. So, you want to tell Yeah. I think it's dreadful <laughs> people coming in late, you know, Alan. Yeah. You, you wouldn't catch me doing that. <laughs> this is a choppy, choppy episode, isn't it? Because, like, we've had Richard come late, Lee's left, nope. and then Alan's come late as well. <laughs> sorry, everyone. That's okay. We, we'll, we'll accept it. So has anyone else watched Falcon with Soldier yet? No, no, no. Still no Disney Plus. Still no. too tight. Fair enough. It is good though, isn't it, Harry? This boss, and also I was, uh, you know, I was saying the, the character, uh, you know, I despised. And yeah. it's, when, as soon as you said that's how he is in the comics, the, the, I've, I've gone more, you know, with an open mind into the most two recent episodes. Yeah. And I've got to say, the, the actor, is, he's absolutely smashing it, if that's the character that he's meant to play. Yeah. He's absolutely killing it. Like yeah. the acting is top four. I, I know I said he he looks like Harry Kane and he was annoying me, but <laughs> he's yeah he's a he's, he's, he's acting that character perfectly. If that's how you say it's meant to be. Yeah, that's it. He's, he's with 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 an Ameri- bit of an Americanism. He's a, he's a jerk, isn't he? He's just a jerk. That's what it is, isn't it? But um, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's especially after the most recent episode that um that little ending. Yeah. What an ending that was, though, as well. Was episode four's ending you're about? Yeah, visually stunning. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, where he's just stood there at the end. So it'd be interesting to see where it goes, because it's, it did you, did you say it was only six episodes? Yeah, so it's this week and next week, the, the yeah, so finale is next week. Where it's going to go, I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. I've read a few things about the direction of the character we've just been talking about and how that's going to turn out. Yeah. Or whether that's actually going to come into you know, fruition. 
Yeah, we'll see. We, we, we'll see. But yeah, it's, it's you know, really good. I, I wouldn't say it's as good as WandaVision, but it's still, you know, it's still up there. It's still, you can see how much time and effort you put into it. You can see how much money they've put into it. And you can't complain. It's, it's, it's easy to watch. It's Marvel standard, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is good. Good stuff. Mm, so, anyone I'll be watching. Anymore, anymore, anymore. Oh yeah, I, I mentioned this briefly before. I watched Borat again. <laughs> uh, so the first one, or the, have you seen the sequel? I've not seen the sequel because the trailer made me cringe, and I thought it's going to ruin Borat for me. So I've, I've not, I've not bothered. And also, I know a few people who've seen it and said it's just not as good. Mm. It's not as good. Um, as a, it's a bit forced. I thought they're putting them in situations where they're too staged, and you can sort of see it. I think the, the the first it's the sequel's good, but the first one's very very funny and stupid and good because it was. What was it? The first one he did out of the Bruno Bora and I can't remember what the other one. I think was. so. I, th- yeah, I think it will have been because one. the, the humour in it is very. Well, he done Ali G, didn't he? Which was more. Yeah. Of a, that was more of a. It wasn't a straight comedy. This <sighs> this is more like doc, not documentary style, but like comedy situation. You know, the, there's real the, life situations with. with with its comedy character, the, isn't it? the first one felt unscripted. The second one feels too scripted. Mm. Uh, literally, not not just the situations, but the, there is a script that they are following. Um, yeah, yeah, he didn't need to do a second one. I don't think. I think the first one was as a standalone. It was it was good enough, mm. and it was funny enough. Because I think with the second one, he's not been able to include the same humour as the first. Mm. Obviously, because the, the the kind of everyone's more about you know equality and you know everyone's cracking down on it. You know, not race like racist jokes because in a few in the first one there is a few yeah. jokes that aren't particularly <laughs> of, of good taste. Also, in the, um, in the sequel, there's a very very uncomfortable moment because um, his the daughter uh, is interviewing. I think is it Mike Pence? Allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly because I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> now, wasn't he Trump's? He was big in the Trump administration. And they went back to a hotel room, and and he she sort of just goes along with things. And you look on IMDb, and it says, "Well, this was unscripted." And they basically were just going to see how far he'd go. And they go to the bedroom, and he starts to take his belt off, and then they sort of kind of stop it. And it, it's very uncomfortable because it's like he was a big politician at the time. I think he was one of. Trump's, you know, um, was he his, his, his second or something? His, yes, something like that. Yeah, it was the Trump Pence administration, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I can't always get next. And, and he goes into the bedroom and, and takes his belt off, and it's like, what, what, what the hell's going on here? And it says he was unaware he was being filmed. Um, but yes, um, yeah, it's a bit naughty, isn't it? It's very, <laughs> it's very naughty because because of what was going on. Trump had a big controversy for a porn star, though, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. The was on that documentary that I watched to the BBC one, yeah. Um, he met a, a porn star and invited her to his hotel room, allegedly. All allegedly. And uh, she thought it was just discuss a TV show. <laughs> but apparently it went better than that. So it wasn't. Allegedly, yeah. Can, can, sorry, can I correct this myself? Was the, this, this was the days of The Apprentice, when he was The Apprentice. Yeah, so before he was present. Mm-hmm. I do apologise, it wasn't Mike Pence, it, there was a situation with him, but it was Rudy, the um, Mayor of New York, oh, Rudy, yeah. 
Giuliani. 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 Giuliani yeah. So he invites he invites the daughter. I'm just reading this off IMDb. So I, am I going to get sued or anything? I think guys? All okay. But so I'm just reading from IMDb here. He invites her inside his bedroom. He asks for her phone number and places his hand on her hip while she writes it down. He then lies down, tucks his hand inside his pants, seemingly to untuck his shirt. And it was. It says here the scene is unsettling as it wasn't staged. Ooh. And he was the the mayor of New York. Yeah. So according to IMDb, oh, yeah, bit yeah, nosy. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not good. So does the does the first one hold up, Harry? Then do you think? The first one's boss. You know, it's it's. I know the humour's not. You know, it's it's bad taste, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> it's so awkward. It is bad. I mean, I always thought I, I haven't seen it for a long time. I always thought that the <laughs> the bad taste that he portrays brings out the bad taste in other people who are real people. So I always felt him being inverted commas racist wasn't. As bad as playing a character trying to get other people's real opinions. No, if that makes sense. But it's, it's just I think he offends every single <laughs> like religion, every single race, every single <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the stuff that he says about about Jewish people. And but he, he's Jewish himself, so this is sort of how he's got around it. And but how do you get around calling black people like? That's an interesting just, point. I mean, whether whether like cancel culture will eventually cancel it, you know, because like a lot of the things like we've talked about Little Britain in the past, haven't mm. we? And things like that getting cancelled, well, getting. Th- there's a lot now about it. Will say the these, this was recorded in such and such a time when these views were not acceptable, but were, were you know may contain something that may offend. Outdated. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So they do. Things. They do have a lot of that these but, days. And I agree with what Harry said. It, it, this this wasn't that long ago, was it? About ten years ago. It's not that long ago. None of the the stuff that was said was acceptable then. then. No, <laughs> really, was it? It's not like it, 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 just, it just even when he's you know getting into like wizard sleeves and <laughs> I love it. I love it when he has the dinner party. When he's at the dinner party <laughs> and he poos in the bag and he brings it back. <laughs> And he goes, is this, is this your wife? Or and then he goes to the other fella, mm, not so much with her. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? And the poor woman, oh, oh. bless her. Have you seen well, it? You can, you can tell I've seen it a long time ago. Um, I remember like the, the, the part where they're like, fighting naked in the, in the hotel. Oh, the hotel? <laughs> yeah, oh, that is funny. And uh, right at the end of it. Uh, because yeah. they talk about Pamela Anderson all throughout it. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those where you, I didn't expect. Well, I don't know if I'd heard it, but I didn't expect her to be in it. Actual Pamela Anderson, and then yeah. that scene at the end where like, did he try to, like kidnap her? Yeah. Yeah. She, she was in on it, but the bodyguards weren't. So yeah. they go at it, my <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, good, good film. I like it. Outrageous. Are you all done, Harry? Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it on. on oh, that's brilliant. Who'd like to go next? I'll, I'll leave it with Boris. 
Adam, do you want to go next? Yes, please. Go for it. I, um, I, I say this often, I haven't watched that much, but... <laughs> um, inspired by our Arnold Schwarzenegger episode, I watched, came to watch The Good Man. I've never seen it before. I've never seen Commando. Oh. Oh. The Arnie films. I've never seen Commando, and I've never seen The Run Man. Uh, which are like, I remember being like seeing a DVD triple set of Total Recall, Commando, and Run Man. Okay, what go for it. I'm laughing at Richard trying to feed Harry a biscuit through the phone. Sorry. <laughs> 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 But yeah, go on. I, I'm really nervous and I, excited we, to hear what you think of it. I'm going to say that you'll say that it's very dated and camp and cringy. Go on. No, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like it was like the, one of the best '80s movies. Like it was like um, Hunger Games meets X Factor, all set <laughs> to a thumping. 80s electronic Janet Jackson wow. style wow. beat brilliant mm-hmm. with, with the dancers and toe are like I just I loved it I you know what it. that'll be when they re-release it on 4k or whatever that'll be the say, timeline chat and flicks Al Bulger yeah. and then it'll have that quote yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah yeah I, I loved it I just uh, I just thought oh yes this is exactly what I, yeah. yeah awesome loved yeah. it yeah. brilliant I mean yeah just totally out there isn't it it's just yeah. you know, as you say very, very of its time. Very like, mm. um, couldn't get away with some of the stuff now. I guess, I guess we've moved on and stuff. But the Hunger Games is like, it's a bit more. It's a similar sort of premise, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's more sort of uh, internal, I guess. And yeah, it's for the, it's for the entertainment, isn't it? It's mm. for the TV era, you know, because sort of the eighties was. The era of the, the, the TV, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Where that came out? No, not came out. Well, loved, that's I was thinking, of, I was thinking, I'd love to see more like sort of Stranger Things style movies that are sort of set in the eighties or like a futuristic eighties dystopia, but still super eighties. So they have those the the big massive thick tellies yeah and uh, the <laughs> 80s uh, spectrum style graphics that is supposed yeah. to look so super futuristic yeah, <laughs> yeah. all that yeah i, I agree war, war games like i like yeah. the, i go talk about the, the mandalorian um and i like how the, the the well the prequel series they didn't didn't it felt like it was so different i felt when it first came out it didn't Really feel Star Warsy that much mm. the, the the prequels, and I like how some of the ones who've come like the, the ones that Disney have done, they've kind of got that those cheesy eighties graphics and stuff somehow they somehow <laughs> work them yeah. in, and it feels a bit more like genuine, like a genuine universe. Whereas the prequels look more futuristic, and it's meant to be it was too glossy. Yeah, wasn't it's it? too glossy, yeah. and it just didn't. Some of the designs, I felt they should have fitted in more with the original um, trilogy, you know, New Hope and, mm. and everything like yeah. that. But right, what I need to ask you, and I was going, I've been meaning to Google it. Where is the Mandalorian set in the timeline of Star Wars? Um, How does it fit in? Because I'm thinking like, does it spoil it? What we say? I think it's set between Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens. Awakens. I think. Is it? I don't think that that spoils it. I'm sure there's Anything. there's characters in it that that what you're about to say may though. Okay. 
Okay, I won't say anymore. I think it's th- I think it's in between. I might have to have a look at it. Okay. It's late on, isn't it? It's it's one of those where it's like they just had so many things going on now. And you you do need a timeline, don't you? Yeah. You need to know what, what on earth are we looking at here? Yeah. Who Do you know what? It is you've just reminded me of yeah, it is. That's when it is. Definitely. Yeah. It is because um, you've reminded me. <laughs> so yeah, the Mandalorian I've been watching it quite a bit of and I do enjoy it. I um I think it's 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 got good um, good production values. The, the, you know, the Star Wars is like I think Star Wars was absolutely spoiled. Like, and I'm so glad Disney had bought it because Lucas was just not doing anything with it. Really, yeah. was he? For but I, I, growing up, I was obsessed with Star Wars, but there wasn't like uh, I, my other obsession was Batman, but Batman. Like feed me. They had Batman Returns, the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. There's Batman cartoons. There's always a Batman mm. product. You know, something for yeah. me to get, you know enjoy. With Star Wars, there was a big gap, wasn't there? Like Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. There was the droids cartoon. Yeah. I think the late 80s or something. Yeah. And then there was like nothing. Yeah. Just yeah. a few computer and then games just and disappointment stuff. with the three trilogies which need to be remade. I mean when when they came out I was just made up to Star Wars I was yeah. just like mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what has, has actually made them successful is that people just wanted something anything Star Wars yeah um, and it was only when I first watched uh, Phantom Menace I did actually really enjoy it and I was just glad that it was Star Wars and um, the four elements I think still think elements of it are great mm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's when people point out the bad things, then you go, oh yeah. Like I remember a friend from uni was pointing out how bad the mum's acting is. And when they're watching the pod race and all she does is she's sort of like, mm. she winces every now and again. <laughs> and it's like, is that the best we've got for, for one of the most anticipated, let's face it, films of the century maybe? And this is these are the actors they've got. Mm. And then... What's his name? Hayden Christensen in the second one. He's awful. Sorry, Hayden, because I know you listen. <laughs> he he's just dreadful and wooden. And again, what what what's going on? Why did they choose these people? Because he wasn't big at that time, was he? No, that, I think that was his first role, if, if I remember correctly. I, think I don't he, think I think he was in Goosebumps or something like was that. Was he? Like oh, so he's been on like show. Yeah, yeah. See, Jake Lloyd I thought was all right. I, oh, I, hate, he, oh, I, hate him, I quite liked him because oh, he was no, like a little shit. boy. But the kids yeah. in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, no, I think. He's oh, awful. I thought he was awful, more worse. I didn't mind yeah. Hayden Christian to be honest. Yeah. He's some bad lines, but the thing was, if his he had those the dialogue he had like the I don't like sand. <laughs> so like that. It's. It, I think the the dialogue was just Maybe hard to pull off. Yeah, I think definitely a lot I of think. them. A lot of it's the Brighton. I think the only person script. who got on, on, away with it was you and McGregor. He was able to sort of like. What about Jaja? Yeah, less said about him the better. But um, going back to Mandalorian, uh, I am I'm really enjoying it, and but I've got a few few problems with it. I don't like the travelling so much. It felt a lot of the episodes felt like he was just going backwards and forwards between. Uh, planets and things mm. and I got a bit fatigued with that but other than that I think uh, Baby Yoda is a stroke of genius ah, I, I love him it's the marketing yeah yeah. but but have you seen and I think you pointed it out Carl have you seen the new marketing thing for Ghostbusters Little Marshmallow Man yes that's going to be the next uh, marketing thing 
Baby yeah. Yoda's pure. He's not Baby Yoda. Whatever he's called. Whoa, the child. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't spoil it. No, don't think that, that's not spoily. Uh, okay, he's called no, the child, isn't he? Yeah, okay. yeah, the child. He's not the asset. Yes. The thing. Well, to say that. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, marketing employee. We don't spoil it for you. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. I'm still looking out for a sporty Yoda, a posh Yoda, <laughs> a scary Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> this but, one. No, that's it. Is it? Have you missed out? Don't well. Ginger. Ginger, Ginger. Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> Gotta be out there, I'm gonna yeah. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> but it is it is it is a good series and I when I seen that and you watched it when it came out and you Richard, I yeah. watched it just before series two. So I watched one and two nearly virtually right after yeah, each other. Yeah. And it's just I, t- I totally agree. Disney are playing with these series like the Marvel ones we've talked about as well perfectly they are pitching them perfectly the writing's great the effects are amazing you know it looks stunning and as you go through series 2 it looks even better than series yeah, 1 yeah. Yeah. where you look to on series, on series I, 1 uh, my favourite episodes just well think, uh, two episodes ago where um, he's taking the, the frog type lady to uh, she's like oh yeah she's got like a barrel <laughs> of like a frog with an Osborne <laughs> <laughs> and, that is uh, so good. Every time you look at Baby Yoda, he's like, <laughs> it's like munching on the, the frog spoon. <laughs> Brilliant. That oh, episode yeah. got Say so again, Harry. That, that episode was nearly cancelled by cancel culture. Was it? Why? Because um, they were saying it. It's kind of like making humour about genocide. Um, that these are like the last, <laughs> the last, the last eggs of kind of a. You know, a, a, a species and maybe Yoda is eating them all. <laughs> but that's, yeah. but that, that's, that's why it's funny though, isn't it? Because it is the last <laughs> the last of the species and he's just gobbling them up like the biscuits or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember at the time on Twitter, Twitter was going mad. Was it, yeah? About all these people saying like how it's, you know, it's it's making, you know, humour out of genocide and I just thought, like, we're going a little bit far here. Yeah, this is a fictional universe. <laughs> yeah. sure, it's, 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 it's a little maybe, you know, it doesn't know what it's doing, it doesn't know that it's committing genocide, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's good though. What else, Alan? What have you got? What else have you got? Um, and since, because since um, Justice League, I got an uh, TV, and as you see, I was going to butt in when, when you were saying about, they've got The Walking Dead season 11 on. But from episode sixteen or something, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's like a bit of a tease. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, now TV's like that. I think it's just whatever they're showing at the time. Yeah, it, it is, seems yeah. to be, doesn't it? But that's what's really annoying about now TV. So for some odd reason, they've got uh, X Men First Class on now TV, but, but most of them are on. Disney Plus. Yeah, I think but apart from that one, I was like, there's one of the, yeah, there's one or two missing on Disney Plus. So I watched uh, First Class and what's the follow-up one? Days uh, of Days Future, Future Past. Past. Oh, they both really good. Really yeah. enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I've enjoyed the Sony movies of of the Marvel Universe, but I was already a big fan of Spider-Man and X-Men from the cartoons and the comics. Yeah. Whereas the likes of um, what's his face? Uh, Iron Man, Thor. Iron yeah. Man and Thor. I I wasn't yeah. really familiar with the, those characters, so maybe mm. that's why I didn't buy into them. Hulk, yeah. I've always liked as well. It's, it's yeah. weird. The the first big film was Iron Man, wasn't it? When he's not a 
yeah. very well known character. Well, that was it. They so took, the, they took like the they took the the chance with Iron Man. Yeah. Would okay. you forget like they did have a few goes with Hulk, didn't they? Yeah. But they didn't mm. work out. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, you always think of Marvel having like this awesome run of movies, but it wasn't. We it was a bit of a shaky start to get. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Get I mean, you, you would have thought Hulk or Spider Man. They would have started with that. They did. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. 
Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Who was Spider-Man, you kind of expect it. Yeah. It's kind of like James Bond. You know, you, you, you know about every, you know, so many films, you're going to get a new kind, like James Bond, you're going to get... Spider-Man's not really had that one actor. It's the, I think it's the same with Batman and Superman as well. You know, over time, you just kind of like, you know, rejig them and bring out a new actor, don't they? Yeah, but that's what I mean. I just play them. This is the, this the, this the first time we're getting a new one. We've had Hugh Jackman for about 20 years, haven't we? Yeah. 20 years yeah. he's played Yeah, it is, Wolverine. yeah. Yeah, when was 2000, the first one came out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. He's, he's gone from the start, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's gone bit, pretty much every single X Men film. He's got he's had his own little a trilogy. He's had his own little trilogy of stuff films. Yeah. Yeah. Logan's um, good. So yeah. he's literally he is Wolverine. Like whether he, whereas other people that have played those other characters, they've not played them for as long, and they've not played them in every single film. Have they? They've mm. kind of either had their own little trilogy and then they've recycled it and done another little trilogy with different that, actors and That's a good not. point because I can't think of anyone else who's played a character for 20 years and then been took over like that that's a good point actually because how long was like Roger Moore James Bond for? Not that long About 10 was it? Was it? So yeah even yeah, like that you know, you haven't got someone who's doing it as long as that so it's a good point I hadn't thought about that Harry you're right there Yeah it, It's literally in, in my eyes you drop you will never replace you drop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Oh good, alright, so any more on? No, that's it, that's it. So I you mean, watched a bit, quite a fair bit there, you know, after you're saying you have It's been a while it. since I've been on, what we've been watching. Well, we, have, we haven't done it for two weeks, have we, so, as well. Yeah. I was going to talk about um, this Jamie Bulger documentary I watched as well. Oh yeah, okay. On Channel 5, uh, you, have you seen it? No, I didn't, didn't see it, no. Um, I don't know what to say about it really, but... Uh, it was interesting seeing locations that I'm so familiar with being yeah. like, uh, and they had the, all these aerial sh- few shots of Boothal making it look glamorous. <laughs> Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but it was still still mental, and they'd be like, you know, to try and make it look as grim as it possibly is, which is, you know, t- it's quite easy to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we love Boothal, really, come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was. It, um, was didn't really say much more than I already knew. I was so familiar with what what had happened then anyway. But it was. Uh, I think you know. It was, I talk about like important documentaries and things. I think something like that is. It's it's really important. We're not. Don't forget about what happened. And yeah, I just think that there's, there should have been more action that's been done. And I just think that, that like the strand's been left to rot since since that happened. And I think it's just. Tragic that people, you you, you associate Boothal, the biggest thing thing Boothal, is that that yeah. thing, and I just think that more more should have been done. But it, mm. it did have had um, Jamie Bulger's mother's input and the whole family, and yeah. they all got involved in. in um, it's just it's just it's harrowing, isn't it? Yeah, like, obviously, we all we all grew up with that. Harry, you're probably a bit young for, to remember that, I suppose. Yeah, I, I know quite, obviously, quite detail about it, because, yeah. so like you know, the, the strand's not far away, yeah. miles away from where I live, so. Because mm. we were about uh, the age of the lads at the time, weren't we? Mm. They were about our age, you see, me and Alan, and it was, it was harrowing, and you hear all the details, and you're obviously not going to go into that, but, yeah, you should never forget that, and, I'll, like, being a dad now, it scares the hell out of me. Like imagine that you must be saying, Richard, it scares the hell out. Imagine that, like, happening to your kids. 
What was 93? Harry, when, when were you born, love? Harry. 99. 90, oh yeah, you were well, well past it. It was, it was 93, <laughs> so what, I was at, I was at uni, or sixth form. Yeah. And, and it was scary, especially when you saw on the news the footage and they're, the, they're holding his hand, aren't they? Yeah. Bloody. How quick and easy it oh, was. Terrifying. Two years old. Yeah. Flipping neck. What was really disturbing about it, and I didn't realise, was the sentences that the lads got given. Eight years. Yeah. And they had to fight for those eight years as well. They wanted to give lesser sentences than that. Because they were so young. so young. So, what were they, 12 and 13 or something? Do you know? Was? They were like 10. They were in primary school, weren't they? I'm sure. Primary school? Yeah, year five or year six or something. Yeah. See, that somebody must have seen something in those kids that would have made them think they're not right. There must yeah. have been something. Well, without naming people, I know someone who knew one of them. And well, in fact, I might have known two of them. Actually, I can't remember. But he, he basically, oh no, we knew one of them, and he said, "I don't know which one it is," because mm. don't really want to mention their names mm. and yeah. talk about them too much. But he said, like, one of them was, he was dead gullible, and if you asked him to do something, he'd do it. Right. So you'd say, like, go and pick that shit up. He'd go and pick that shit up. And, you know, he was one of them who just you dare them so do something, he'd do it. So he was probably tagging along with the other fella. Mm. What we, you heard the voice tapes of the like the interview tapes and one of them did sound more evil than the other yeah like um, it took them a while to sort of they were lying trying to lie them the way through through what happened and then yeah. it took them a while to get 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 to the bottom of it and then when he was retelling things he was like mocking and mimicking like what, what Jamie Bulger would be, be saying and it was like he was just sounded so evil do you know yeah Sorry to like. Sorry, brought it down. No, but no, but you're right. Though, like these things, they they need to be. We need to be reminded of these things. That how you know. Well, well going back, going back to the, um, what was that phrase you coined before, Harry, about where things are censored? Like cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't because you you've got to be aware of these things happened. You you I don't know. Mm. It's it's um, you can't just take uh, going back to the the stuff about Borat. You can't just remove all of that and pretend it never happened, because people will look back and they'll they're not going to think it was right. They're going to think bloody hell was that okay to say back then? And look how far we've come on. And I think this this can sort of like highlight like like Al said about you know things needed to have been done. Mm. And I'm sh- you you know things. People must have noticed something going on there, and why wasn't anything done or said? Yeah. Surely, surely, oh, family must... members, friends, schools, shopkeepers who know, who knew these kids, neighbours, they they must have thought he's he's odd. He's going to do something weird because yeah. you know you, you do know that. Mm-hmm. I know. Alright, should we get off this topic because it's a bit a bit too <laughs> much? But thanks yeah. a lot. It is important to, as you say, to, to remember these things. Any more that you got? No, all good. Okay, Richard. What are you right. going to talk about? Which well, is going to bring well, our bring our mood back up. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I've got a lot, so I'm just going to fly through them. Um, the man in the high castle. We've we've gone back to that. Um, I don't know why the first couple of seasons were so slow, but now you're rewarded with like, well, what's going on here? So for those of you who've watched Dark, and I know none of you have, because you're you're all. I'm going to say. Now I you watched one and then, they, then you binned it. One and a half episodes and then... <laughs> it, was too, I watched it was too much. Man of Duty. <laughs> um, 
I've got to the bit now where you're reminded of how the Nazis were. I remember reading something about seeing something about Hitler was obsessed with science and space and I think probably tra time travel at some point and trying to do all of these weird things like science fiction type things. Um, and we, we get into the point where things are getting explained, but it's taken so long and we almost gave up on it until I think if you watch the first season and like the last 20 minutes, it's like, what the hell's gone on there? And you've mm. waited all that long time for that reward. Um, and it keeps giving and giving, I reckon, the more it goes. And you, you've got to, you've got to, you get used to it, I think. You get used to the slow pace or a slow burn, as Lee calls it. Um, so we're carrying on with that. So would you, I, I've watched the first series when it first came out. Would you recommend me going back to it? Because what is it now, five right, series? Well, go, go, again, going back to what Harry said. Um, one thing we've got to remember is the, these things were, like this is 2015 it started, and of mm. course they, they put out, what, 10 episodes then, and then you had to wait a year. And you do need a break from things, I reckon. Mm. You, you do need a break, and then we're deciding when to have the break. So um, I think it's a good one to spread over a couple of years and just keep going back to it, go back to it, if you get tired of it, but go back to it. Um, because it's fascinating and intriguing and mm. great stories, great acting, very bleak. Um, uh, yeah, so stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah. It's so different as well. And there's not many sci-fi things out there. Um, Series-wise, there's lots of thrillers, there's lots of comedies and things like that. Um, so, I've got another wonderful segue. So, talking about sci-fi series, we're carrying on with Orphan Black, um, which is just crazy. It's, it's like... I'm trying to think. I don't want to too too many spoilies, but uh, basically about cloning. So we've got to the bit where it's explaining what's going on. Now that's not a spoilie as such because they do talk about that in the in the first one. Mm. Um, I think Claire likes it more than me. I'll I'll generally be listening to it. it might be on my phone, um, but it's it's all right. You can just dip in and out of it. It's getting to. A, bit where you get a, they're throwing a little bit of comedy into it now as well to take away the to, to, well to make it itself but um, so it's got some sort of identity but the actress um, Tatiana Maslany I don't know her from anything else I think that that's her name how would you pronounce that Tatiana Maslany Mas Maslany yeah go for that um, she is amazing so she's playing I don't know how many different characters but even if the character, sometimes the character will play another character. So you've got her playing a character who's playing another character, but you can still see that it's the original character playing the character. So because they're all clones, sometimes person A might be um, pretending to be person B, but you can see she's that good an actor. You can see still some traits of that original person in the other person and it's amazing and don't know how she does it you could just have her take a photograph of herself and say right have a thing I want you to just take a photo as person A would take a photo and as person B and you could just spot from her facial features which character she's going to be she is absolutely amazing I don't know how she's done it I don't know if she's played one character for the whole season and then they've gone back and shot the next character that she plays for the whole season it's, it's fantastic how she's done it and I don't know if she's actually got anything for it but she certainly should um, yeah. 
And what's, what's that on? Is this on Netflix, is it? This is, I think it's Netflix, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's on Netflix. Um, I don't know how they're going to get so many seasons out of it. Because I was wondering if it was going to be a different one each time, but we're up to five seasons now. Um, I don't know if they're just going to draw it out, but it seems to be maintaining high scores. Mm. Um, late eights and low nines, especially near the end. I don't know if it's finished. The last one was 2017. I think we're somewhere in the second or third season at the moment. Um, but lots of twists and turns, very similar to Man in the High Castle, but they're using sort of like alternate, you know, not alternate universes, parallel universes and time travel. This is using a, a sort of like a cloning, um, but they're, they're similar in that there's something going on, the sinister forces at work and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that's all from Black. Um, there's a film there, I'll leave that until later. Um, maybe that might be it. No, right. So the films we've watched, um, the most notable has been Run with Sarah Paulson, who seems to be doing all sorts these days. Uh, Netflix original. Um, and it's so difficult to explain without sort of like wrecking it. Basically, Sarah Paulson's the mum, the daughter, who we won't know, Kira Allen, but she looks exactly like a Jodie Comer when she would have been about. 1516 the daughter's got many many conditions arising from when she was born she's got all sorts of conditions um, and basically it's the mum's got a secret and the daughter finds out what it is and I would say watch it because it's it's very good it's very interesting you wonder where you're gonna go with it um, I could equate it to another film from the early 90s but then that would wreck it for you okay <laughs> so it's as soon as if you watch it you'll say I know what Richard was talking about I know what film Richard was talking about um, so go and watch it viewers and tell us what you reckon tell us if you've spotted my film <laughs> uh, and the other film we watched was The Trial of the Chicago 7 ooh I want to see this this has been a biggie hasn't it I mean did yeah. this get I know it got nominated. Have we got to the Oscars yet? Have the Oscars got come and gone? Uh, I think they've gave the, the list. The, the Baftas big, have. The Baftas have been on the. Um, so this is going for best picture, basically best performance in a supporting role, uh, best original screenplay. It's got loads of Golden Globes, um, and it's intriguing. It's one of those. It's a little bit like something that we watched, and I can't remember what it was. Sorry. But you've got to. Fascinating. It, it was. It was one way you've got to appreciate the history. I think it was a, a, a Nazi one, maybe. Yeah, I think it was a Nazi film that maybe Lee talked about. But when you appreciate what's actually gone on not too long ago, um, when would this have been? Because it was around. It was around Vietnam and sending kids off to Vietnam, mm. and I didn't realise. So again, so many things that that happen that you just don't realise. Like basically, they said, "Okay, if you were born on this date, you're going to Vietnam." It's like, oh, is that how they did it? I just thought that they were all enlisted, like you know, national service was it that we had, mm. um, and the protests about it, and oh my god, the the, the judge in it, he's awful, um, but he's he's played by somebody that we'll all know. Um, Do you mean awful? It? As in, he's an awful. Oh person. my, he not, is not, a, not an awful actor. Oh, he, he does. No, the the judge is brilliant. The actor's brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's Frank Langella, um, 
and he's so bigoted he he's just got an idea in his head of these people are all guilty they're all going to be found guilty they're all going to go to prison and he just won't have any he won't have it any other way mm. um one of the there's actually eight of them um but the eighth person because they obviously go back down to seven the eighth person doesn't have a lawyer because his lawyer's having an operation and he keeps saying i've not got a lawyer and he says, you will be trialed because there's a lawyer sitting next to you. And he says, but he's not my lawyer. And he says, my lawyer. And he said, I, I told you that my lawyer's having an operation on this date, yet you still brought it to court. And, it, and he's like, I don't care. And it's just, and, oh, it's, it's awful. It's, it is shocking. And then finding out the lies from the police, because the police and the FBI plant people into the crowds basically to act as spies to see what these what these demonstrators are doing or what they're not doing and just blatant lies it's a little bit like JFK are we ever going to know the truth or, or you could say 9-11 because a lot of, there's a lot of people out there who think that that was yeah. you know some sort of inside job um, but yeah it's, it's very sad there's a little bit of original footage on it as well but watch it while it's out um, I think it's on Netflix did I say yes Netflix I think original. it's a Netflix original isn't it yeah Watch it while it's out because it's it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking the things they got away with, and clearly it's been all documented. And there's a, there's another bit where um, somebody I'm going to not spoil it here, but somebody high up wants to give evidence, and he says, "Okay, the jury, you go." They're not allowed to know the person's name, but he's like something like the old chief. The, the head of the judicial service, the the top, basically our top lawyer, if you like, whatever that would be. Mm. And he says something that the judge doesn't like, and the judge says, well, no, that's inadmissible. Uh, uh, even though what we hear is quite damning and gets them all off. Uh, and he says, no, we can't use that evidence. And then they say, well, can we let the jury know this person's name because he's so high up? No, we're not even going to know his name. And when the jury aren't going to know his name, the jury aren't going to know that his evidence has been taken and it's all been removed. All the records for this that we've just been told have, have been removed. And it's like, what the hell's going on here? It's just crazy. Just so, an absolute stitch-up job. Yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant. It's it's uh, it's Michael Keaton, uh, the character. He's brilliant. And, and they're all brilliant in it. And that Ali G's in it again, or Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen. Well, isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he Oscar nominated? Is that right? <laughs> Could it be him? As I'm Abby, sure Abby Hoffman. I'm sure he's he's the one who's. Or was he nominated for Golden Globe? No, sure. no, it's best actor in a supporting role. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, quite a film. Yeah, De- definitely recommended. Yeah, it's one of them I want to watch. Shocking. Want to watch it? Yeah. Any more? No, no, I'll leave it there. Super. All right. Well, I will have a go. Um, so yeah, I've got three things really I want to mention, and one of them I mentioned on the Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, listen to it. But I, I didn't, I didn't do it justice, and it was the the film The Iron Mask, which stars Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Jackie Chan and Jason Fleming and Charles Dance. They're the the four main. Well, they're the four biggest names that you'd know. But whereas. Everybody else you probably would never heard of. Um, and I finally watched it all, and it's an absolutely terrible film. <laughs> Hang on, you started by saying you didn't do it justice. <laughs> no, because I didn't explain what the story was, and I probably still can't explain what the story was. 
Um, I looked into it a little bit more. It's it's a Chinese financed film um, with with American actors basically, um, and obviously Chinese and Asian actors in it as well, non non English speakers um, who are dubbed, and it's just baffling. It's apparently a sequel to another film that I've never heard of. It was it's dog shit. Um, <laughs> I was reading some of the reviews about it, and the, the reason I bought it was because Arnie's in it and Jackie Chan's in it, and that was on the front cover. And I thought, okay, it's a fiver; it can't go wrong. I wish I could get me fiver back. Um, and Take the time I've spent, the and the time I've spent watching it as well. Yeah. Um, if you want to see them two having their fight, which is probably the most entertaining part of the film, as someone said in one of the reviews, just Google it. Just like YouTube, you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's not a good film. It, the, the the story doesn't make sense. It goes back and forth between these two parallel stories, which accumulates at the end about this dragon um, who was mentioned at the beginning of the film, and it's about releasing the dragon uh, who Jackie Chan is a guardian for. But yeah, it's a really, really shit film. If you want to watch a shit entertaining film, then yeah, probably watch it, but it's not good. It's it's interesting, and I'm glad I've seen it, but I wish I hadn't seen it. <laughs> In the same, same sentence, because uh, it stopped me watching other things that I wanted to watch, but never mind. Um, but the other thing was we mentioned before when Lee was here was Line of Duty. So Lee's obviously not watch, watch, watching it yet, but uh, I know you're watching it. Oh, I've watched it yet. So go on. And you it, are you watching Line of Duty? No, I've still not started it. <laughs> you still not started it? I've still not started it. Now I've started it. All right. So yeah, I won't go, obviously, won't come too many spoilers, but this series, it's uh, you probably agree with it, you don't know, but it's been a bit of a slow burner. Traditionally, the first those two episodes. Have a massive, massive yeah, twist. Yeah. Like especially the first episodes. The last episode, last scene of the last, the first episodes of the season. Normally, it, it punches you in the face. You up, doesn't it? Yeah. Then? I know how this series is going. Yeah. Go. This series has not that. There's been no massive like twists as the alternate. No, no. Until this episode. There's one. Is it episode three or two? Three or four, is, whichever yeah. one up to. There's a massive twist at the end, and Hastings saying, "Good God," and all that. You know, it's like. Oh, you just want to do you want to talk about it and like there's a big mystery behind it but yeah it is so good it's well acted um, the action scenes are great the story is you know it's it's so slow paced this series but it is it's so really inter- really got you guessing now yeah, as well. inter- intertwined and you, you know it talks about things that happened in previous series and things like that um, what I noticed I don't know if you've noticed the same thing Richard is this episode you can tell it's been filmed during COVID. COVID because were empty. yeah, it was empty. That but was early morning, wasn't it? Yeah, but, it, but, but I said that to. Clear. They do mention that it's November 2020, so that would make sense, wouldn't it? Um, like they go to they, there's one scene where they go to a cafe and like he goes like the girl says, hey, "Are we all right sitting outside?" They go, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's fine." And it's obviously it's obvious they're sitting outside because they have to. Um, the scenes where they're stood away from each other and you can just tell like it's all social distancing which I suppose is realistic because it would be this time of year or like last time of year when it was November whenever it was um, but yeah outstanding my favourite show on telly yeah, Man of Duty yeah. brilliant one thing I've noticed and I don't know if this will pick up on what Lee's talked about in the past when he's saying about BBC you can see it's a BBC production mm. um, I've noticed they're doing a lot more aerial shots I know it sounds really stupid, but there's a lot more fancy camera work going on. Yeah. And that'll be drones and stuff like that. But it, it's it's pulling. It, it feels a little bit more big budget. Yeah. Um, 
just like when they're, they're driving away from, they call it the hill, don't they? Yeah, that, the hill, that police yeah. station, and the camera band pans right back, right back, right back, and just little things like that. They didn't need to do that. Mm. They could have had a fella stood on the pavement filming them, yeah. but they're, they're they're doing a little bit more. And some of the um, not chase scenes, but where the vans or cars or whatever are just going through, and yeah, yeah, it feels. A little bit meatier, more budget on it. Mm. Yeah, and that could be again down to COVID. You know, oh, not, yeah, not being course. able to have as many cameramen or production <laughs> around. It might just be easier to do to do as a drone shot or whatever. I don't know. Um, I have got a criticism though, massive, and I've said it before. The person who plays, oh, what's what's the character's name? Stephen Graham's wife in it. Yes, I can't remember the name in it. The Scouse Young Ladies. Scouse yeah. Lady. In inverted commas, Scouse Young Lady. It's the worst Scouse accent I have ever heard of any show ever. That includes Harry Enfield Scousers. That includes anyone pretending <laughs> to be Scousers. That includes Christopher Eccleston being a Scouser in, or pretending to be a Scouser in Cracker, I think he was. But, you know, all these sort of things. Um, yeah, it's the worst accent I've ever heard. It's, it's up there with um, Vic Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. <laughs> Of being one of the worst black accents I've ever heard. Dear she me. is awful dear, accent, dear and it really puts her off, and it really puts a, a, a mark on the show because otherwise it has been outstanding all the way through. So, Steph, that's her name, Steph. Yeah, worst accent. So Harry, when you do watch it eventually, look out for the uh, for the worst Scouse accent. Sorry, we're, we're up to episode four. Just want to episode four, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so look out for that. But Atlanta Duty, brilliant, highly that'll, recommended. That'll be a, a long way away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I watched I watched all series one to five it within three weeks, and that was like, that wasn't watching them like binge watching them. That was like watching them now and again. So you can do it. They're in like six episodes per season. I think one of them's got right. eight in it. So you, it is it is it is bingeable. Yeah. Um. But the last thing I want I'll, I'll talk about, and I've talked about in the past, and and. I'm only talking about it because it was the last episode the last series ever was um, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so it, it's, it's got a lot of criticism Marvel, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. of the quality the quality's not amazing it's it's good TV standard it's not like you know it's not Line of Duty it's not Game of Thrones it's not it's not as good as Falcon you know Winter Soldier it's not that quality but it's watchable and it's you know you, you, you get invested in the characters you can follow along with the stories um, as I said in the past, it sort of loosely follows what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, famously, when um, the Winter Soldier came out, and obviously in Winter Soldier, because this is about Shield, in the Winter Soldier, spoilers, but um, Shield gets disbanded. Basically, Hydra have infiltrated Shield, and it got disbanded. So there's a whole season about them chasing Hydra within Shield, and it was brilliant that season when um, you didn't know who to trust. Um, who was a proper S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, who wasn't, was amazing. And it all followed that, that Captain America Winter Soldier film, um, was fantastic. You get a few cameos now and again, but the last three series haven't followed the Marvel Universe at all. So, you know, things like the, the blip in Infinity War didn't didn't have any effect. Um, you know, things that have gone on recently, like everyone coming back to life in, in Endgame hasn't affected it at all. But yeah, it, it, it's followed its own story where, with a bit of time travel. So they went into the future where Earth had been destroyed, turned out Earth had been destroyed by one of the team. Um, then they go back to the present and they've stopped that future happening, but there's characters from the future who've came back to the present 
and they've now not, not got a, not got a future. So and it was really good. And then he went back into the past, into nineteen thirties America, um, which again linked into Agent Carter. And so there's a character from Agent Carter who came into and he was part of the team. And this last series is, is them going from the nineteen thirties and then jumping. They couldn't just jump to, to nowadays. They had to jump like. It was like an irregular jump, so the jump every like five or ten years. So there was things in like episode one and two of this series where then you see their older selves, mm. like you know, in the nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties, and then their their family and their son sons, um, and then it's it's changing the timeline, and it was really good, and it was a really nice ending, without spoiling it. Like you know, all the characters got a nice ending. Um, it was it was a good way to finish it. It was really enjoyable. It's not going to set the world on fire. It's not you know the best acting in the world. It is just that sort of mid-level sci-fi series. And there's about I don't know, about seven series, eight series or something of it. They're all on Disney Plus. And yeah, if if you get a spare you know got a spare hour, it's worth watching. It's it's one of these performance. You can watch it with your phone. You know you can what dip in and out of it. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it was it was the first. TV series it that he brought out it. from Marvel um, that was linked into the, the universe and it was criticised because it didn't follow what was going on in, in mm. the Marvel universe but that's actually saved it because it doesn't it doesn't have to wait for the films it can just go off and do its own thing so yeah I've enjoyed that and it, it's it's nice that it was finished and I did, I did like a little tear in my eye you know seeing everyone's stories being um, finished off because it's been going for about 10 years mm. you know what I mean like just after yeah. the Marvel's Universe started, it, it, it that they started it. So, yeah, it's good, really enjoyable. Um, so I'd recommend it, but don't expect to be blown away by all the acting and special effects. It's just really, the, I will, I will actually give a mention to, um, is it Greg Clark or Greg Clark? Greg, I can never remember his name. The fellow who plays Agent Coulson. I, I think it's Greg. Yeah, he, he's he's brilliant. It's it, he's like the main character of it, and he's been brilliant. And seeing him back in some of the Marvel films as well is is, is good. He was in. Um, Captain Marvel. So yeah, seeing him got he's brilliant. And seeing him bouncing off with uh, Nick Fury is is I'm looking forward to seeing more of him in that. But yeah, so that's me. Any more gents, anyone say? No. Nope. No? All good. Alright, we'll end it there. Sorry about it <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> We've got people in and out. <laughs> people have got to go and come during the episode. Mention our names, Richard. But um No, it's Clark Greg. Clark Greg. I do apologise. Okay. So there you go. Because Greg Clark's the other fella, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Greg Clark's the the Space for Channel Four fellow, just the architect fellow, didn't he? The, the the one useless no, no, he's somebody else. So I'm getting confused. Useless fact about him: he was married to Jennifer Grey, but they're divorced. There we go. Who's this? Is that Clark Greg or Greg Clark? Um, oh yeah, because that that's I better be careful. When I get it right. <laughs> Clark Greg, Agent yeah. Coulson. Agent Coulson, brilliant. He is good. He is he's, good. he's great. Yeah. Um, alright folks so yes apologies about the sort of in and out but we'll end it there uh, next episode Richard is Films of 2017 can't wait um, so thanks for listening everybody if you want to get in contact with on all socials Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and you can email us at chatandflixhotmail.com and we will see you next episode take care everyone bye 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 bye